Being offshore can be so stressful. I often find myself managing my stress, whether that is going to the gym, meditating, or taking some time to talk to family and friends. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a new resource called Wellness Offshore. We're going to hear from the founder and learn some things we can all do to manage our stress. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. The Women Offshore podcast is a part of the Oil and Gas Global Network, where you can find the great energy podcasts. I'll put a link to OGGN in the show notes. Go have a listen to what's playing there to be in the know regarding energy issues and hot topics. A while back, I had the privilege of meeting Virginie Ferguson of Wellness Offshore. Virginie is a yoga teacher, science lover, and mother of two. She helps the overwhelmed, anxious, and exhausted overcome their struggles using yoga and heart coherence techniques backed by science. At Wellness Offshore, she has various programs and even a mobile app to support seafarers to manage sleep and rest and to overcome anxiety and stress. She also has a free program she will tell us about, and I will put a link to it in the show notes. Welcome, Virginie, to Women Offshore Podcast. Welcome. You're calling in all the way from Scotland. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Sally. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you are here. We've been talking for a while now about recording this episode. Mm -hmm. So let's dive in. What made you want to help offshore workers? Yeah, so I'll just quickly start with an introduction maybe so people can understand where I'm coming from with all this. So I'm a stress and anxiety management specialist and a yoga teacher. I'm also mother of two <laughs> and, a, and a science lover, which is why in all that I teach and the tools are used are kind of a blend of kind of ancient practices that can back up with science. And so the Wellness Offshore project really kind of was born out of uh, discussions with some of my friends who are offshore workers in the oil industry of the north coast of Scotland. And it was just started by them asking me, you know, about yoga and meditation, like how that could help them. And it was just all around, you know, their mental health, their well-being, their physical health as well, the lack of sleep, how they were struggling to, to sleep or empty their head. And the whole process of the whole cycle of onshore, offshore life, you know, when you're onshore, when you're, you don't know when you're going to come off, there's always that stress also that this is a high pressure environment that you're going to make a mistake that could endanger your, your colleagues. Or, so it was just this whole kind of anxiety, stress and, and lack of sleep that kind of happens when they're offshore. And then once we're back home, there's also the whole but when your holiday starts to come to an end, you know you're going to receive that email and kind of the stress and the anxiety is mounting up again because you know you're going to be offshore at some point. 
And so through those discussions, I just realized that there was a clear lack of support for people like you to have access to what's really needed to support your well-being, but in a way that is suitable for your lifestyle, because you have such a a complete unique lifestyle in the way, you know, you're, you're walking away all the time and you can't have access to the things that we take for granted here on land. And also, like, the whole COVID pandemic just made me think of that as well, thinking, you know, what we felt when we couldn't go anywhere, that you were limited in our movement. We didn't know if we could have access to, to things that we have access to all the time, even just simple as going to the pharmacy to get paracetamol, you know. And I thought, you know, it's primarily in a way similar to what you guys live day in, day out when when you are offshore is the isolation and the fact that you can't have access to to everything, your data is limited on the internet and all these things. So I've just realized that there is just really a lack of support for you in a way that is deliverable for and usable for you in a format that would work when you are offshore. Yeah, you really found a need and looked for ways to support offshore workers. So in your opinion, what works to maintain wellness offshore? So I think there's a lot of different things and several moving parts really. But, you know, when we think about stress and anxiety and overwhelm, these these emotions, the, the way we feel that are just kind of triggered and engaged by our nervous system really affect us as a whole being. So it affects our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, because stress and anxiety and these types of emotions trigger the release of cortisol in your body. And cortisol is a depleting hormone is there because in the stress response, when you are really endangered, you need energy to be readily available for your muscles to fight back, to flee, to, to defend yourself or to move away from danger quickly. So as you feel stress and as it becomes more chronic and more often, you're depleting your physical reserve, your energy reserve for, for your physical being. And that, you know, as human beings, you know, we can't really distinguish. I mean, we can't put into buckets or separate buckets our emotional health, our physical health, our mental health, you know, what we would call our mind, body, and soul. These these are all intertwined. They're all together. So if you're affecting your physical health, you're going to affect your emotional health as well. You're not able to deal with things the same way. And one of the reasons is because when you are triggered into that stress response, your brain switches off your higher thinking function and what we call the emotional brain takes over. So this is where we find ourselves in situations where we feel like we've got no control of our emotions. We're not thinking clearly. We can't make a decision or we feel just, yeah, that we, we've got, we are a different person. Like we can't behave the way we would normally behave if we know we were rested or in good place. So I think it would start here and obviously depleting your energy and the shift patterns as well. You're struggling to, to fall asleep or, so I think 
this is where it's important to start is making sure that you're working with your body, with the neurobiology to make sure that you're setting your body clock the right way to help support a good rhythm, having a good sleep. And then stopping that stress response from happening. So you're not depleting yourself any further physically. And then you're not running into emotions. And typically there are negative emotions as well because your brain works also with a negative bias. It's all part of a, of a defense mechanism. It's just a protection. It's just to keep you safe and alive that these things happen. So we tend to fall into more negative emotion patterns. And then obviously your mental health is, is affected there as well. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, Editor-in-Chief here at OGGN. Sorry for interruption, but I wanted to bring up a few quick things for September. First, our happy hour. If you don't know this, our happy hours are usually last Thursday of each month here in Houston, unless there's a holiday. And this month is no different. It's going to be Thursday, September 30th at the Canon. Our happy hours are much more than a social event. Our happy hours include a learning component, very strong networking, food and drinks, and then most importantly, the money that we raise goes to fight human sex trafficking. So by you showing up at our happy hours and participating, you're helping us fund the fight. So thank you. Then we have a new show, our Low Carbon Solutions show. It is awesome. It's very pro oil and gas. At the same time, we're also exploring low carbon solutions. And if you don't know this, besides the podcast you're listening to right now, we have 14 other podcasts for your listening pleasure. You can find them all at OGGN.com or any place that you download and listen to podcasts. Then finally, if you want to do something different, if you want to play a role with us here at OGGN, maybe have a little bit of fun, join the OGGN Street Team on LinkedIn. Just go search for OGGN Street Team, sign up. It's completely free to you. It's our all-volunteer group doing really cool stuff such as reading pro oil and gas books to elementary school kids. Yes, you heard me right. We are helping educate our world's young people on the pros of oil and gas, on the advantages of the fact that hydrocarbons are the most valuable molecule to mankind. We're doing that. Why don't you come help us with that? And if you don't want to help us with that, maybe you can help us with our social media or being a part of our press team or 101 other things. But we can't do anything unless you sign up at Lincoln. So go do it right now. Hopefully this was not too much of an interruption. I will see you again next month. Yeah, so it's pretty obvious that you use science to back up exercises <laughs> you offer, but can you talk more about what that means? Yeah, sure. So I, as I said, I'm a science lover. I've always been absolutely fascinated with the human body and how it works. And I've got a science background as well. So before I just <laughs> launch into my, my own business and, and, and training as a yoga teacher, I was actually a project manager in the life science industry. So I was supporting mainly vaccine producers. So all these people who are now uh, working really, really hard in, in the midst of this pandemic. So yeah, I've got, I've got a very, and deep interest and I love to understand and being able to explain why things work the way they work. So this is why that everything I teach is all bathed in science. So things in yoga that we know like meditation and breathing really work and, and they do. They've been around for thousands of years for a reason. But what I love is that now with many studies and techniques that we know, 
we have access to the science, we can explain why these things work and we can optimize them. So a lot of, I was saying, you know, the, the stress response or overwhelm, stress, anxiety, and the way we feel, it's all driven by our nervous system, the autonomous nervous system. So what I call the autopilot to, <laughs> to make it sound a little bit more simpler. So your autopilot, and that autopilot's got an accelerator and a brake. And what happens when you get stressed, anxious, you feel overwhelmed, it's just as if you're pressing your foot on that accelerator pedal really, really hard. But magically, or magically or not so magically, luckily we have got a way to access that nervous system to enable us to apply the brake. And that way is through the breath. We can do also with some movement and there are things that we can do with the body to, to access that as well. But the breath is really a quick and easy way that you can access, you can hack almost that nervous system to make it work for you. So where things that you wouldn't normally be able to control, like, you know, like I said, that release of cortisol, the fact that your heart rate is beating really fast, that you're breathing, your breathing's become shallow, that your higher function are turned off. You can hack into your nervous system through the breath, through different types of patterns, you know, like playing with the ratio between the inhale and the exhale and holding all the breath. You can hack into that nervous system to then apply the break and just interrupt that stress response, stop what's happening in the body, go back to normal heart rate and just gain back functions of your higher thinking function. So then you can make a rational decision, you know, knowing that you are back, back to being yourself. Yeah, no, that's great. And that is very helpful. And I know with my own career, whenever I go to step on a stage to speak publicly, mm. I will literally stop breathing. And <laughs> then I will get so nervous and feel like I can't think clearly. And it's just really stressful. So as soon as I get to a venue, like I am working on my breathing. And mm -hmm. right before I get on that stage, I am taking very deep breaths and just focusing on that, nothing else. Yes. And it works. So by the time mm -hmm. I'm on stage, I feel fine. So yeah, your breath is so important. And from my own experience, I, I do have to manage it. So mm -hmm. what is something we could all do on this podcast, maybe in this very moment to take care of ourselves? Is there an exercise you could walk us through or some advice you could give us to take care of ourselves right now? Yeah, so again, just the breathing, I think is one of those things that anybody can do. You can do it with your eyes open and anytime, nobody would know. I mean, there's different types of breathing, obviously, with different aims and some are just, you could really do them anytime, anywhere. But one that I always recommend and is very, very easy to do, it's what I call the rectangle breathing. So basically what it is, is you're visualizing a rectangle. So again, you can do that your eyes closed if you want, but you can do it anytime, like in the situation, like you're saying, you're just about to come on stage finding yourself triggered, your heart rate is racing, <laughs> you can't think clearly, you've forgotten all your words, then you can just do that breathing practices. So basically what we do is just, you're just following the shape of the rectangle 
as you breathe. So you can just imagine that. And we would start like at the bottom left corner. And we would inhale as we go along the, the left side of that rectangle. And we'll hold our breath at the top of that corner. And then we would exhale along the top of that rectangle. And then you just go back around again. So you inhale on the right side and you breathe out on the bottom. So what that does really is it really helps us visualize and follow the breath in a way that your exhale is twice as long as your inhale or at least longer as much as you can. Because what that does is when you emphasize that exhale, you're stimulating your vagus nerve and your vagus nerve is 80% of that brake power that I was talking about within your, your autonomous nervous system, so your autopilot. So any type of breathing where you are elongating that exhale is really, really going to help. So generally what I'd say is like 10 rounds of breath is a good place to start. So that would be like going around the rectangle five times. So that's quite an easy way to do. Uh, so we could do this right now if you want. <laughs> I can lead you through it if you're, if you're yeah, ready. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So you can do it seated, obviously, or can even do it lying down or if you're standing, um, but just make sure that you've got space for, for breathing. Then the spine is nice and long, so you're not rounding your shoulders or the spine is neutral, so you've got space for the lungs to expand. And you can just soften the belly there. Soften the shoulders, soften the face. So we're going to breathe in and out of the nose. So we're just going to start by just two simple breaths in and out through the nose there, just simply to connect with the breath and start to take over that control. So just gently breathe in and out, just slowing the breath and just breathing a little bit deeper than you normally do. Allow the belly to be soft. I'm visualizing that rectangle now. When you're ready, on your next breath in, just breathe in alongside the left side. Pause at the top for one count or two. And then breathe out alongside the top. Hold it in the corner. And breathe in again as you come down the right hand side. Hold that corner and breathe out along the bottom. That's one rectangle. Let's go for another couple. Breathing in. Hold. Breathing out. Hold. Breathing in. Hold, breathing out. Let's keep going, last rectangle. And when you're finished, you can just allow the breath 
to return to a normal breathing pattern. So how do you feel after even just free rectangle? Oh, so relaxed. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're such a gift. So what is a quick and easy thing to work into our schedules offshore for wellness? Maybe some yoga every day, some stretching, some breathing. What do you recommend? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think for you, because there's different elements to it. So there's like, there's the tiredness and the shift patterns and sleep that you need to look after. There's obviously like the stress and the overwhelm and, and being in that high pressure environment. And then there's going again into making sure you're looking after yourself and to kind of building resilience and renewing yourself as well. So I think there are things that can be done some I could just give you a few tips there that could really, really help. Um, in terms of sleeping, you want to be able to set your body clock to set the rhythm that you have to work with. Obviously, human beings are diurnal animals, so it means that we are active during the day and we need to sleep at night. But obviously, that doesn't always happen for you when you're offshore and that rhythm is kind of done on this head. So you need to then make your morning whatever time of the day that may be. So what tends to work really well because humans again just active during the day, we follow we follow the sun. So we have got specific receptors in our eyes that detect when the sunrise and the sunset and make you tired to go to sleep. And we also detect the rise of temperature and fall of temperature throughout the day as it normally does on our planet. So what we can do is play with that, is play with the light and play with the temperature. So what you can do in the morning, Will, or when you're going to start your shift is go for a shower and just maybe turn it to cold for the last minute or so. So just build it up because obviously it's quite a shock when you start with, you know, maybe a few seconds and start to build it up. So what that's going to do is that going to force your body to start to create heat to bring you back into a, a good temperature. So that kind of helps rising the heat as it would normally do during the day. So it's going to shift your clock. So your body's going to think this is the morning. So that's going to help with that. And then again, just that rectangle breathing, anytime you start to feel triggered during your day, or even just make it a regular practice. You know, the, the beauty of that is it doesn't take long. It only takes a few breaths for us to feel better already. So maybe just do that rectangle breathing even when you're in the shower because your body's going to be shocked by that cold. And then you can apply that break to bring you back into balance. So you can even practice that rectangle breathing when you're under that cold shower, for example, if you're really short of time. But only a few minutes just would really, really help. And then in terms of building resilience and that in itself is just it's a good example because your body is going to be shocked. It's challenging your body, it's putting your body in the state of stress and then you're going to practice that rectangle breathing. So you're going to start to train your nervous system to be able to, to go from one side to the other in a very flexible way. So the more you practice that, the more flexible you're going to be and that is that is resilience. 
Uh, but there's also things like heart coherence practices by leveraging feeling positive emotions through the heart that has got a massive impact on your nervous system and your brain. And that starts to release hormones that helps with healing and renewing your body as well. Great. Thank you. Yeah, lots of gold nuggets and everything <laughs> you've shared with us today, especially that last question. I never knew about the shower comment. And so I'm going to try that because when I go <laughs> offshore in a few days, I will be working nights. So that means that I will be starting my day around 4 p.m. or so. And mm -hmm. so I will give that a try. And since I'll be up until 6 a.m., we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So thank you so much, Virginie, for coming on the show. You're very welcome. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Yes. Yeah, so... I would like to share some good resources that I've put up together, that I've put together for you. And um, this building on all the things that I was just talking about just there. So I've put together a little program that's called Wellness Offshore Kickstart that you guys can access for free on desktop and also on my app. And it's based on those three pillars that I've just talked about. So promoting rest and sleep, stopping the stress, the overwhelm and the anxiety in their track and really building on, on those practices to heal and renew yourself. So all you need to do is go to app.wellnessoffshore.com and then you will see on the main page there, the Wellness Offshore Kickstart package. Just sign up, create a login. Voila, you'll be in and you'll have access to these practices that I've just talked about, plus some extra tips as well. Great. We will put a link to that in the show notes. Brilliant. Great. Thank you so much, Virginie. You are incredible. And we appreciate <laughs> you at Women Offshore for the resources you offer and the knowledge that you've shared with us. And so thanks for being involved in the organization and thanks for everything you do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and it's great to, to be able to offer this and to be able to help more of, of your community. As I said, you know, it's just to me, there is a real gap, a real need for you guys to have access to well-being resources that are suited for your unique lifestyle. So I hope that I'll be able to bring more of that in the future. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop, make a donation, or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon.